Thursday, everybody, and welcome to the David Glenn Show. Hope your afternoon is off to a fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including a celebration of college football as we look forward to week 10 and as we look forward to tonight undefeated App State in the national spotlight on national TV, Thursday night football style from the rock. Kid Brewer Stadium, longtime rival Georgia Southern, coming to town for a Sun Belt matchup as the Mountaineers of first-year head coach Eli Drinkwitz try to remain un among the ranks of the unbeaten and perhaps build a resume that will be the very best of the group of five and will buy the Mountaineers a ticket to that New Year's Six Bowl game. Baylor hasn't lost yet, and the Bears are on national TV tonight against West Virginia. NC State travels to Wake Forest. Jack, uh, Georgia and Florida get together in Jacksonville, Florida in an all-SEC matchup. Loser falls out of the college football playoff picture. Winner, both have one-loss resumes as we speak, both also still in the top 10 of the rankings despite those single losses. The winner between the Bulldogs and the Gators stays in the college football playoff picture and joins other strong one-loss resumes, including Oklahoma and Oregon, behind the heavyweights that still haven't lost yet, Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, and friends. A lot of college football, including, including coaches dropping by. Dave Doran of the Wolfpack will be with us in our third hour as he takes the pack to Winston-Salem. Dave Clawson of the Deeks will be with us. They're off to a 6-1 and one start as they look forward to hosting the Wolfpack. They have a shot, the Deeks do, at one of the best seasons in school history. They can get to 10 wins. It would help a lot to beat the Wolfpack on the way there. Something's got to give in that Atlantic battle. Coastal-wise, we look forward to UVA's trip to UNC. Pitt is still in it. Virginia Tech is still in it. But the winner between the Cavaliers and the Tar Heels on Saturday night in Chapel Hill puts itself in a really good position as well. More college football coaches dropping by as we also discuss week nine of the NFL. That action also begins tonight. The undefeated San Francisco 49ers fresh off their curb stomping of your Carolina Panthers. They visit a middling Arizona team. Number one pick Kyler Murray, the QB for the Cardinals, takes on an elite defense. And we saw what that D did to Kyle Allen of your Panthers. We'll see if the Niners can remain among the ranks of the NFL unbeaten. Only they and the Patriots fit that description. Speaking of the Patriots, New England visits Baltimore on Sunday night. I'm interested in Panthers hosting the Titans. I'm interested in my Eagles hosting the Bears. I'm interested in Minnesota visiting Kansas City. I think they're two of the better teams in the NFL right now. All those matchups are on Sunday as well. But the highlight of the weekend nationally has to be 8-0 New England, a three-point favorite on the road against MVP candidate Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Remember, Jackson is trailing really only Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson in the midseason MVP balloting. Meanwhile, the Patriots of Bill Belichick are putting up historically good defensive numbers. So what happens when the MVP candidate QB Lamar Jackson deals with the GOAT Bill Belichick and his fantastic so far defense. We'll find out on Sunday night. Quick side note, Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey is getting the most votes virtually everywhere I look 
for the midseason offensive player of the year. MVP is mostly a quarterback's conversation. Rodgers, Wilson, Lamar Jackson, and otherwise, at least at this midstage, Christian McCaffrey, impressively, getting the most votes in a lot of the straw polls I've seen for offensive player of the year in the NFL. The Panthers will need a lot more from him. He missed practice yesterday. Ron Rivera says no big deal, just some rest and maintenance. They'll need more from him as Tennessee comes to town on Sunday. That quarterback matchup, by the way, as we're also celebrating Halloween with you, that quarterback matchup will be Kyle Allen against Ryan Tannehill, even though the Panthers have to make a long-term decision about Cam Newton and the Titans have to make a long-term decision about Marcus Mariota. They're both going to be in backup mode or clipboard mode as Kyle Allen and Ryan Tannehill are going to get the starts at Bank of America Stadium on Sunday. More on the NFL, more on college football, and more coaches that I mentioned. Dave Clawson of Wake, third hour. Dave Doran of NC State, third hour. Tony Trishiani is going to join us from the Elon Phoenix. He's a first-year head coach there. In case you did not know, we love visiting the FCS schools from time to time, especially those of note. Mike Minter and Campbell having a great season so far. We've been to Bowie's Creek with the Big Tailgate Tour. North Carolina A&T, one of the superpowers of the FCS ranks in recent years. We're headed back to A&T for the annual Aggie Eagle Classic later this year on the Big Tailgate Tour. The Elon Phoenix are riding the greatest multi-year wave in its two decades or so at the FCS level. We have a special place in our heart for Elon in part because of their famous 7 a.m. tailgate crew, which won tailgate of the year honors, in part because we love Coach Trish and his family, in part because Darren Vaught, the producer of this program, has a graduate degree from that upstanding and fine university. A lot of reasons. I know this, even if they didn't like us, the Phoenix is hoping to ride the big tailgate tour mojo. On Saturday, they've been in the top 25. They absolutely hammered a top 25 Delaware team earlier this season. So they're really doing great things in year three of this best at the FCS level ever in the history of the program wave. They get William and Mary Saturday on homecoming. I've guaranteed a victory for the Phoenix. Coach Trish probably really excited about that. Host schools still have not lost a game. Tomorrow is November 1st, Darren. It's Nick Saban in Alabama. It's Dabo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers still unbeaten as the calendar turns. It's the Ohio State Buckeyes. It's the LSU Tigers. It's Penn State. It's App State. It's a couple more. And it's us at the big tailgate tour as we head to Elon on Saturday. Tony Trishiani, second hour. Coach Dorn and Coach Clawson, both third hour as we pick over college football, the NFL, of course, the World Series. It'll be another four months before baseball fans see another actual competitive game. The Washington Nationals are your world champions for the first time. The city of Washington gets just its second title ever. It's first in 95 years. Back then, it was the Senators that pulled that trick. Steven Strasburg, number one overall pick a decade ago in that sports draft, claims MVP honors after winning games two and six for the Nationals. Max Scherzer, the three-time Cy Young Award winner, went from wearing a neck brace 
to being the starter. He didn't get the win, but he put in five studly innings before Patrick Corbin got the win in relief for the Nationals. Shout out to former Wolfpack superstar Trey Turner. He gets his first World Series ring. I mean, throw the bouquets. Former UVA star Ryan Zimmerman, the only remaining member of the original Washington Nationals a decade and a half ago. Uh, he gets a ring as well. He's around to see that dream come true. And how about Howie Kendrick at the age of 36, NLCS MVP, and then hits the big homer in the seventh inning comeback. Anthony Rendon, another big homer in the seventh as well. Starting pitching still matters, baby. The Houston Astros proved that with their great season and even postseason. The Washington Nationals proved it as well. Even some of the guys out of the bullpen were actually starters, turned into relievers here in the postseason. The A.J. Hinch seventh inning pitching management will be second-guessed for all of eternity among Astros fans, but credit to the Washington Nationals, your World Series champions. The NBA had a lot of weird headlines last night. College basketball's matchups included Duke playing an exhibition game, Devils in action next Tuesday as part of a fantastic doubleheader at Madison Square Garden. Steph Curry of the Warriors has suffered a broken hand. Joel Embiid of the Sixers, Carl Anthony Towns of the Timberwolves, two of the most promising big men in their 20s in the whole league, got into a big man wrestling match last night it was crazy both got ejected Houston and Washington put up so many points you'd have thought it was an all-star game 159-158 Rockets over Wizards the most combined points in any NBA game ever that was decided by a single point the Hornets actually won at Sacramento and after the lowest of low preseason expectations they are two and three not as bad as expected. There is a youth movement underway for James Borrego and the NBA team in our backyard. P.J. Washington and Miles Bridges, the 21-year-old forwards, are among the team's leading scorers. How about second-year guard Devontae Graham averaging a team-best 16 points per game off the bench? Do I think it's going to matter much in the longer run? Probably not. But the Hornets at least not as bad as anticipated. My thoughts on the World Series NBA, NFL, college football, college basketball, hurricanes-related themes as well. Guess what? We're celebrating Halloween in part by giving away free Canes tickets. As I say hello to Darren Vaught, I just, we don't typically give tickets away this way. Oh, wow, the Halloween music. The greatest of all slasher films ever. The greatest in the history of this genre. What is more genius? in a genre where frankly there's not a lot of that what is more <laughs> genius than making the serial killer dress up on halloween you don't know is he just another guy dressed up in a scary costume or might he be the guy that sneaks up behind you and goes slashing across the neck there and vaught is it that kind of halloween not on the david glenn show halloween for you may be about seeing people give out candy and sometimes scaring kids on the way to your front porch. We don't endorse such things here at our program. Here at the David Glenn Show, we skip most of the ghoulish stuff and we just give out free tickets instead of free candy. How does that sound? To sporting events, in this case, only try to win if you're available to see the Canes play because it's Halloween, Darren.
the Devils on Saturday night at PNC Arena. See what you did there. Kames Devils, I know you saw what I did there. We have a couple of pair of tickets to give away during the course of today's show. Shout out to Mike Galliano. He already won a pair through the Canes with DG contest. I don't know if the Galliano family pronounces its name that way, but it sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it? more fun that it, way. It, However Michael, they pronounce it, what you did is way more fun. Michael Galliano. <laughs> hey, that's how all my Italian relatives would have pronounced it back in South Philadelphia back in the day. Hope it's good enough for Mike. They are two lower-level tickets and a parking pass to Saturday night. We have more, two more pairs to give away. And, Darren, I'm going to need to use you on the other side as a guinea pig of sorts. We'll get to the World Series, and we'll actually welcome calls now on the World Series, the NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, a little hockey, including these tickets. First person that says trick-or-treat after talking sports. Got to be about baseball, basketball, football, or one of our topics. Could be a question, could be a top uh, comment, could be a complaint, could be a leftover from the Richard Burr versus the NCAA amateurism model from yesterday. Here's what's going to happen, Darren. First person who says trick-or-treat at the end of their sports-related phone call, we're going to give them a chance to win two tickets to Saturday night's hockey game. We're going to give them game show style, a choice of four categories. Are you ready for these? Behind door number one, you would get a question related to ghosts and goblins from the sports world. Behind door number two, the title is spider webs. Behind door number three, the category is called candy men. And the fourth and final choice for you, the first to say trick or treat after discussing something else from the sports world, you can ask for a musical selection. We would play a song that we believe has some kind of theme related to Halloween. We might even have bump songs all day related to similar themes. First to say trick-or-treat at the end of an otherwise sports-related conversation. We'll get his or her choice of those four categories. Ghosts and goblins, spiderwebs, candy men, or a musical selection with a Halloween theme. You would have to name, of course, the performer or the name of the song, if not both. Then you and a friend can see the Canes against the Devils on Saturday night. So we're giving away free candy in the form of free tickets today on the David Glenn Show. Your phone calls on the other side. Three great guests later. More of my thoughts on a World Series Game 7 that mesmerized me last night. The NBA, the NFL, the college football headlines of the day with the Mountaineers in the national TV spotlight tonight right here in Boone in our statewide audience. 1-800-849-2761. Questions, comments, complaints, and a little Halloween-style ticket giveaway. That's next on The David Glenn Show. The David Glenn Show, where the great guests have so much fun, they never want to leave. I'll come give you a pep talk before your next show if you need me to. We could use that from you, Webb Simpson, anytime. Hey, I'll be your intern after this, this is everything open, man. We'll take Joe Harris as an intern every day <laughs> and twice on Sunday. Listen weekdays to The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to The David Glenn 
Poncho. Welcome back to this Halloween edition of the program. Three great guests later. We're playing some Halloween-style ticket giveaway now. Traditionally, from what I know, and Darren, do you have a most memorable or favorite Halloween costume from back in your childhood? As we go to Jonathan in Winston-Salem, who has college football on his mind, Jeremy in Sanford, Chris is in Garner, David is in Raleigh. Some want to win Kane's tickets. Again, please only enter if you can use tickets this Saturday night. We have two pair we're giving away on today's program. Mike Galliano won last night in the in the Canes with DG contest. Remember this year that is a grand prize of my four front row seats. That's in 2020. But we give weekly Canes with DG prizes as well. Mike and his family were this week's winner, so don't forget to enter hashtag Canes with DG. Post any Canes-related photo. Use the hashtag so we can find it when we do a search. Mike entered, I think, a month or so ago, and he was last night's winner. You can be next at 1-800-849-2761. You have that? I, I went, like, baseball player, hockey player, football player. Man, <laughs> those I are the cop-outs, though. I, those are the cop-outs, but, like, the Glenn family, we weren't poor. But we didn't exactly have a lot. We weren't going to the highfalutin Halloween store <laughs> so that everybody could be the bell of the ball. It was like, you know, find a dark colored trash bag, put some tape on it, and pretend you're a bat for Halloween, right? Like just, <laughs> I, seriously, it, it find was something to hold up pointy ears. It was economy yeah. style. So, you know, you put a little uh, stuff under your eyes for the football player you wear. I had a helmet, you know. Back then, it was okay for a child to carry around a baseball bat <laughs> right. while trick-or-treating. Maybe, right? maybe discouraged today. Uh, as an adult, I was once... Was it Sig? Who's the blind, the blonde guy in Siegfried and Roy, the Vegas show with the Tigers? I know the tandem. Or I the cannot Lions? say Tigers? I know them Bears? apart from each other. All right, I, I believe Tigers were their thing. I believe Siegfried was the blonde guy, and Roy was the brown-haired guy. I think you're right. So Maria actually frosted my hair so that I was the blonde guy. And I've seen photos of this. And she was one of the kiddies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I'm telling you, man, I might have trouble concentrating for the rest of today's program just picturing that version of the lovely and talented Maria who has arrived back safely from Good her 10-day trip to Prague, Czech Republic. Check it out if you can. It is considered by many one of the half a dozen cities in Europe most worth visiting. Uh, my wife went there without the rest of the family and may have had more fun as a result with her business partner. It was a mix of business and pleasure. Anyway, she's back. She did not dress up in a cat costume for me last night. I don't know what that means. But today's Halloween. Uh, I am neither Siegfried nor Roy, but I do have Hurricanes tickets to give away. As we come to your calls, and Darren, you can chime in with that uh, childhood outfit anytime you like. Halloween in other contexts is about scaring people and giving out candy. The way we do things here, you can ask a question or comment about the World Series, the NFL, the college football headlines, App State on national TV tonight, Wake against NC State, both coaches dropping by today, Tony Trishiani of Elon as well, Duke played another ball game last night, getting ready for Coach K's regular season, a little bit on a lot of things, including the Canes. We like to scare and confront bad people on the David Glenn Show, but that's really every day, not just Halloween. No racist, sexist, xenophobes, or homophobes on this show, or I will call you out in a much worse way than anybody scares a kid on Halloween. I can promise you that. We also here at the DG Show, instead of giving out candy, we skip most of the ghoulish stuff and just give out tickets to sporting events. That's the theme today. 
1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. Just to illustrate, Darren, you, you do not win a prize for the record. You do, you can go to any Canes That's game. That's fine. I want. go to Canes games anyway. That's, if I yeah. get here are the choices that these contestants will get momentarily. You can either ask for Halloween-style ghosts and goblins, spider webs, candy men. All these will be sports-related questions in these Jeopardy-style categories. Or you can ask for a musical selection. We'll play an actual song that we believe has kind of, sort of, or definitely a Halloween-related theme. you got to tell us either the name of the song or the performer. Would you like, just for illustrative purposes... Would you like to be our first contestant? Yeah, no, I think this will be beneficial to the audience. For yes. the record, uh, you know my twin brother. He and I dressed up multiple times as Power Rangers, and oh, I was always the, I was always the Blue Ranger. I can see that. Who's Billy? He's the Brainiac. The glasses, you know, helped. I, I wore them even at a young age. Both so of you guys very sense. fit. Sure. So you can, I think you can represent well in those Power Rangers outfits. Did you ever use the twins as a theme? Was that ever incorporated into a Halloween costume? Or you I don't think so. Way? I mean, we normally, at that age, we kind of dressed alike anyways because, you know, at very young ages, you know, it was it was, it was was fun for mom and dad to put us in similar outfits, but maybe the, the color is different. So, you know, we would both be Power Rangers. We would both be sharks. We would both be pirates. You know, we would we would typically dress up as the same thing, but the, I don't think the twin element ever really got brought in. Alright, I have to ask. As we go to the calls, hopefully give away some tickets, talk sports, and have fun with Halloween. Was there ever a point where you or your brother just kind of got tired of a relationship? Maybe there was a bad first date and you didn't want a second one, and you kind of soured on her, <laughs> but you didn't want to break her heart. I mean, you know, Darren, how hard would it be to get that call from you? Did you ever ask your twin brother to go on that second date just so that he could break the news? Have either of you ever utilized the other in that context? No, so ah! we so we are not identical twins. That's right. When we were You do look a little alike. We when we were much younger, the similarities were I mean, we were uncanny. It was tough to tell us apart. Those are the photos that I remember, but yeah. you probably weren't dating as frequently back then. Correct. Yeah. As we got to the older, more advanced age in which we were dating, we were a little bit more distinct All from right. one you, another. So you that, get a, that would have been impossible. You get a pick this is just for illustration and then somebody's going to win tickets to the canes devils game on saturday night courtesy of our halloween themed contest would you like darren ghosts and goblins <laughs> spider webs candy men or a musical selection i'm trying to think of the ways that you're going to use those first three uh, and, and like I said, I think, think Jeopardy, it, I think th Jeopardy, yeah. but sports Jeopardy. I think it'll be good for the audience to hear at least one from those categories. So let's go with uh, Candy Men. Okay, Candy Men. This 34-year-old NASCAR superstar, a recent guest here on the David Glenn Show, was the 2015 NASCAR champion and hopes to do so again here in 2019 as the playoffs Get closer and closer to Homestead. Can you name that driver? I don't believe we have a Jeopardy-style contest here where you have to do <laughs> so in is? the form of who a question. Is? But this is a candy man who often has M&Ms as perhaps the front or hood of his car, for example. So this is obviously Kyle Busch. That is correct. Who was a recent guest on our show. That was a pretty big hint for Candy you in man. particular. No, right. right? <laughs> All right, let me try one more just, just so everybody understands. And again, you, you don't get credit for that win. 
Uh, let me give you one from Ghosts and Goblins, if that one is, if that's okay. okay. Sure. Another Jeopardy, Sports Jeopardy category. All right. This Hall of Fame football player, college and pro, played more than <laughs> played more than sixty years ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> and has one of the more famous Halloween style nicknames. They called him the Galloping Ghost. Ah, can I you was... name that legendary college and pro football player? I don't think I can. I was hoping when you said Hall of Famer for a maybe sweetness that, but he would have been in Candyman for Walter Look Payton. But uh, no, so I don't know it, that I know you this get it. one. Kyle Bush, Eminem's Candyman. Candyman. Uh, galloping Ghosts galloping... would be Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. And then, for example, do you know what baseball star Tory Hunter's nickname is? Yeah, Tory Hunter was Spider-Man. Okay, my category, spider webs, may involve a lot of spiders, okay. like Spider-Man, or Tory, some webs. Tory, or some webs. Oh, okay. Perhaps some webs with North Carolina connections. <laughs> we're having some fun with Halloween today, and we're coming to your calls now. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. The first to say trick-or-treat after commenting or asking a question about an actual sports headline of the last 24 hours, preferably. That trick-or-treat will get you the option of asking for ghosts and goblins, spider webs, candy men, or a musical selection with a Halloween theme. Chris is in Garner and I believe gets the first shot. Welcome to the program. What exciting non-Halloween sport would you like to discuss, Chris? Well, I want to talk about how a year and a half ago I went to a Houston-Tampa game down in Houston, and I was already booking my flight for another game next year because they gave out World Series championship replica rings. Cool. I cannot believe the crap they pulled in the seventh inning. After just one home run, they pulled that great pitcher for some buffon that couldn't even (laughs) pitch a dang ball and lost the game pretty much. I don't know what that coach was thinking, but sent him down to single A. I just got to say trick-or-treat, because that's just tough. Well done with trick-or-treat. Now, do you know the Astros well enough? And I'll get to his question in a second. Do you know them well enough? And this is a serious question, because I'm a baseball guy. For those who didn't see it, Zach Greinke had pitched wonderfully. Now, he did give up that home run in the seventh, right? So after, didn't he enter the seventh with a one-hit shutout? He yeah. dominated. And because I think in these terms, I know that Zach, Zach Greinke's pitch count was only 80, 8-0. Long way to go. These guys can easily get you into the 100-plus range when they're on normal rest, which Zach Greinke was. So he does give up the homer, but that's after six innings of one-hit shutout baseball. You had the possibility of bringing starter Garrett Cole in at some point. You had Osuna as your closer. I might have gone Osuna for the seventh, and if he did well, keep him. If not, you have Garrett Cole waiting as the sledgehammer. He did pitch, what, on Sunday as the winner of game five up in D.C. But if you're going to go down, go down with the guy who had one of the greatest seasons you'll yeah. ever see. And, and media Cole. were told prior to last night's game that Cole was a possibility Correct. to come in out of the bullpen, and he warmed up a couple of times last night even. Cole never entered. Osuna only did after the Nationals broke the game open, really. To defend A.J. Hinch, Will Harris was very good in the postseason. I'll give him that. But with your season on the line, up to nothing, then 2-1 when Greinke gives the homer, would you have yanked Greinke right then, Darren? 
Probably not. You you would not have? No. So go, you're going to die with more from Granky. maybe one more. It, it, yeah, it's maybe one, one more. It's one more at the most. It's one thing if guys are getting great swings off of you. They were not getting good swings off of Zach Granke for six innings until the home run in the seventh. So I, I understood why A.J. Hinch went out there. I wanted to leave Granke in because it's not a fluke. It, it's not like it was a fluky one-hit shutout. He was dominating the Washington Nationals. Astros fans are going to wonder forever whether A.J. Hinch blew it at the moment of truth, just as Chris and Garner uh, said before he went trick-or-treat on us. All right, your options, Chris. Ghosts and goblins, spider webs, candy men, or you can ask for a musical selection where we have dug out, we think, a Halloween-themed song, and you would have to give us either the name of the song or the name of the band that performs the song. What would you like among those four selections for tickets to the Canes-Devils game on Saturday night? Music. All right, music. Darren, can you uh, bring down the wonderfully spooky Halloween movie music? That is from the original Halloween, I believe, and it remains the best music from any slasher film, in my opinion. Give us one of our Halloween-themed songs. Give Chris as much as he needs to identify the name of the song or the name of the band. Remember, think think widely. I, I, just, I don't know if this is ghost-related, candy-related, or some other evil-style theme. Darren, please crank it up. Chris, you can jump in at any time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I think I've got this one. All right, go, go ahead, Chris. I think it might be Thriller Michael Jackson. I think you might be right. You just won two tickets to the Canes-Devils game on Saturday night. Leave Chris on the line because we have to ask him an important question. For the record, the lovely and talented Maria and I will be at the Canes game tomorrow night. So those of you who see me on the concourse and say, ah, it's kind of interesting to meet the guy who hosts the show that I listen to, but I'd really love to meet his wife someday. The lovely and talented Maria, we're not going to be in our front row seats, so don't look for us there. We're going to be nearby. I forget. I think we're in section 114. The lovely and talented Maria and I will be there tomorrow night as the Canes host the Red Wings. We will not be there because of big tailgate tour duties on Saturday night, but we're sending a bunch of you there as the Canes. These are games three and four of their four-game homestand. It's uh, back-to-back, which doesn't happen all that often. Red Wings tomorrow night, Devils Saturday night. So Chris is our first winner. We will have one more winner in today's Halloween-themed contest. Very well done with the musical selection. Darren, you were very kind to pick that out of the archives. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. I have really good sports figures that fit Ghosts and Goblins, Spider Webs, Candy Men, or the musical selection. I almost feel bad that he picked music because I put so much research into these other categories. Do Jeopardy people feel that way? If you never get to the $1,000 question in that category, maybe you thought that was the best question you came up with all week. If they win the game before they get to that number in that category, are they sad? Do they need anti-anxiety medication for next week of shows? Furthermore, what a, what a career to be the, the question question generator developer yeah yeah i think that could be fun for a while i think so no who knows you and i may need a new line of work (laughs) sooner than we might think 1-800-849-2761 tony trishiani of mighty elon next hour dave doran of nc state and dave clausen of wake forest third hour more canes tickets in our halloween themed giveaway and you must jump in remember even if you say trick or treat 
we must visit the NFL, college football, the World Series, the NBA, a little hockey, little college hoops. All of those are fair game for your question or comment. If you slide in a trick or treat, you'll be the next contestant in our Canes Devils contest. 1-800-849-2761. That is your ticket into the program. More on NFL Week 9 and college football Week 10. More on the Nationals over the Astros in a mesmerizing Game 7. And hopefully more winners next on the David Glenn Show. Jerome Robinson, are you a hugger or a handshake guy? H how does it work if Adam Silver is waiting for you? I really don't know. I, I hope it's not awkward. Um, <laughs> you know, I hope it's not like a hand to hug to hand kind of thing, but I don't know. I might just mess around and just hug him, no hands. I think he's so. a hugger. You're listening to The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. You know you have a cool job when you can spend part of commercial breaks debating. I won't say arguing, although it's a good thing class is between us today. What exactly would be a Halloween-themed song and what would not be? We do have more winners waiting at the coach's door, as the old saying goes. We're celebrating Halloween. We're celebrating the Washington Nationals World Series victory. It was a mesmerizing Game 7. Week 9 in the NFL starts tonight with the undefeated Niners at the middling Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray, number one pick at QB for Arizona against the elite defense that just annihilated your Carolina Panthers. Panthers host Titans on Sunday. On Sunday night, the Patriots at the Ravens, I think, will be the highlight of the NFL weekend. As we come to your calls, and maybe, remember, only try to win these tickets if you can go. Saturday night, it's the Carolina Hurricanes hosting the New Jersey Devils, Halloween style. That hint, Darren, if somebody picks another... Another musical selection, your options, after we discuss sports, if you say trick-or-treat, you get your Jeopardy-style pick of Ghosts and Goblins, Red Grange, and a correct answer from earlier. Spider Webs, Tory Hunter, a.k.a. Spider-Man, correct answer from earlier. Candy Men, Eminem guy from NASCAR, Kyle Busch, the correct answer. Musical selection, I can't believe you gave him Michael Jackson's Thriller. That's like the two-year-old can't even walk up to your front porch. Mom or dad's carrying the two-year-old, and you feel guilty, so you got to drop the candy into their bucket there. As they get older, the costumes get a little bit more creative. They, you know, they can actually walk up your front porch steps. <laughs> Thriller would be for the baby, right? Give me something a little harder if somebody asks for a musical selection. Ghosts and Goblins, Spiderwebs, Candymen. I cannot hold back my excitement because I did all the research for the sports figures who are behind those Jeopardy-like doors. 1-800-849-2761. We're also in App State mode. The undefeated Mountaineers host their longtime rival Jordan's Georgia Southern tonight. They were two of the best of the FCS ranks for a long time. The Mountaineers are trying to stay undefeated, trying to grab that New Year's Six Bowl ticket. And in the shorter term, of course, just stay undefeated, go for that Sun Belt title. If they can get to 13-0, things would be fascinating, the possibilities at the end of a season uh, that has been taken over by Eli Drinkwitz. Scott Satterfield left the cupboard mostly full. Eli Drinkwitz has taken full advantage. App State hosting Georgia Southern on national TV tonight. One more reason to be excited about this Halloween edition of the David Glenn Show. I think Joey and Raleigh is next. Remember, Darren, wait for the magic phrase after Joey's done with his question or comment you gotta leave him on hold you gotta leave him on just to see if he squeezes in do you have you been a homeowner or 
had enough trick-or-treaters come to your door, do you still give candy if they don't say trick-or-treat? I, I can't say lines? I've ever, I, I, as an adult, have never really been in a spot where wow. I've had a lot of trick-or-treaters. Wow. Look at you, just extending <laughs> your childhood as, as long as possible. Uh, for the record, I have never sent away a kid without candy just for not saying trick-or-treat. I think that's drawing the line in the right, right place. What if, what if a Here, kid is... Oh, you know how I feel like, about being older and not getting dressed up? <laughs> yeah. Like, you put on jeans and a white T-shirt, and you tell me you're Fonzie from Happy Days. <laughs> like, it ain't happening. Especially and if you I... you don't even go through the trouble of moosing your if, hair. If Come I on. know you, and I know you're too lazy to get a Halloween costume, no, you're not getting candy <laughs> from me, man. You're probably trying to raid my garage refrigerator for beers when I'm away. You ain't getting a, you're not getting anything from me, man. Yeah, put some slick whatever. Put some gel in your hair. Get a leather jacket. I mean, <laughs> dress up Fonzie just a little bit and then say, you're, say, oh, you know, or hey, give me something that shows that you're putting a little effort into it. It's not about how much the costume costs, Darren. It's about the energy and the passion. And the hard work put into such things. Joey and Raleigh, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. Hey, DG, thanks for taking my call, man. <laughs> sure, good to have you. I, hey. I put you first in line because I love the point you're about to make. Go ahead. I oh, appreciate it. Yeah, so the debate came up last night, the best two words in all of sports. Mm. So, of course, World Series. And a buddy of mine brought up Final Four. So, of course, I grew up a college basketball fan, of course, right here in the Triangle, but big baseball fan as well. So the question comes to you. What do you think Ooh. are the best two words Ooh. in all of sports, either World Series or Ooh. Trick or Treat? Uh, pardon me. <laughs> uh, they're Trick or Treat. Trick way, or to slide the, way to slide that in, Joey. <laughs> and we could even broaden it. It's a fun conversation. Uh, I mean, Super Bowl would be some people's answers. Given what happened at the World Series game in D.C. earlier, bare breasts might be the most popular two-word phrase in the eyes of many sports fans. And I mean the eyes of many sports fans, if you know what I'm saying. But more traditionally, Final Four, Game 7, Super Bowl. I'm leaning Final Four. Were you team Final Four, did you say? Or were you well, on no, the other I side? On, I was more Team World Series just because yep. of last night. You I, know. I, I'm uh, not arguing. You know what we're going to do? We're going to drink a lot of adult beverages while debating. Nobody's going to get angry at anybody else. We're just going to say why Game 7s are awesome and why the Final Four, to me, gets a little not logical edge because if you're at the Final Four, you've got three things coming, assuming you're there Saturday night for both and Monday night, right? I mean, I was at the Super Bowl when the Eagles beat the Patriots. Awesome. There with my son, Anthony, in Minneapolis. Just one game. Now, it's a huge game. Super Bowl, Final Four, Game 7. Very well done, Joey. You should host your own show. All right, would you like Ghosts and Goblins, Spider Webs, Candy Men, or a musical selection? You know, I heard how tough the questions from the first three categories sounded like they could be. Um... It sounds like you're going to throw a curveball with the music now. It's so let's not, go candy, I don't, I let's don't go think, candy men. Let's go candy right. men this time. All right, give me give me your age because I don't want to give you something that you can't get. <laughs> I'm uh, 28. Okay. All right, I think I can do something with this. This might Your, your age is not going to help you, but uh, if you watched the baseball, if you watch the World Series, at least you're trending in the right direction. Okay. This late baseball player, for a long time was the leading home run hitter in the history of that sport. And since it's Halloween, and since we're celebrating candy men, there's even 
a candy bar that sounds just like this world-famous New York Yankees former Boston Red Sox pitcher slash slugger who was stolen away by the mighty Yankees. Can you name that player and candy bar? That would have to be the all-time great, the great Bambino Babe Ruth. That is correct. Have you ever had a Baby Ruth? I have. I have. I enjoy a Snickers a little better, but a Baby Ruth is pretty good. I'm with you. I'm probably going Trix. Twix, rather. Twi Twix bar. Tricks. Tricks. <laughs> Tricks is an old friend cereal. of the lovely and talented Maria. And a cereal. That's right. I'm going Twix. I'm going Snickers. I don't like all the sugary stuff. I would trade like a bucket load of one of those little, uh, what are they called? The uh, little triangular corn things? Candy corn. Candy corns. Oh, Ugh, candy corn. Gross. No, gross. No. Yeah. I, I would trade like a bucket of candy corns for one supersized Snickers bar. Regardless, you're going to the Canes-Devils game on Saturday night, Joey. That is an outstanding. I'm going to call it the Joey and Raleigh game. Next time we're at a lake drinking beer, I'm going to say Joey and Raleigh called my show one time, and he's asked about the best two-word phrase in all of sports. What is it for you, Darren? Game seven? You're a baseball guy. Yeah. Super Bowl, Final Four. Next summer, we're going to be drinking to – we're going to toast Joey and Raleigh a lot because that's going to be a full day worth of material at a tumbleweed portion of the sports calendar. We're back after this on the David Glenn Show. Roy Williams, welcome yeah. back to the David Glenn Show. Last year, two chains came walking by, and he reached his hand yeah. down and uh, shook my hand and said, two chains. And about five seconds after he walked away, I said, I missed a great opportunity. I should have said three rings. Keep it here on the David Glenn Show. Did you know, Darren, that the people who made the Baby Ruth candy bar at the height of Babe Ruth's fame claimed that it wasn't named for Babe Ruth. I mean, you gotta love that. More actual sports, more of your phone calls. Great guests later. Glad you're with us. The head devil, David Cutcliffe. You guys have a unique ability to, to just do it right. You know, all the fans are always going to defend their programs, and they should. Sometimes we all make somebody at another program mad or angry, but you guys are very fair to everybody. The David Glenn Show.